What's up, Conroe? Welcome to a brand new edition of Nerd Thug Sports. We're hanging out here at 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations. And we're streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. We're hanging out here this wonderful, wonderful Thursday. Um, been chilly this week. It's been cold. It's a little bit cold for us Texans. It's yeah. pretty sure it's not cold for anyone like anywhere else. Winter is coming. I mean, that's what they say. That's what the calendars say. Listen, last week, one of the days, they were like, it might snow Tuesday morning. And now we're at like 50, 60? Yeah, it's never. I think well, considering it was like 80 like two weeks ago. Yeah, I think this is winter. I think this is it. <laughs> this is this is where we, this is where we take a stand. This is winter in the cold. Like if you had like a road map and you were like, "Are we there yet?" We're right there. This is winter. We're right there. <laughs> this is winter. This is it. It's gonna be this for another like four weeks, and then that's it. It'll be 95 degrees again for the next uh, 10 months, while everyone denies climate change. And well, that's just the south. Says it's not it's global warming. Been that way. Yeah, but winter is eroded as a season completely from the south. Yeah. Like, our calendar is now six weeks of... Oh, it's a little chilly. Oh, man. Hey, hand me my coat. And then that's it. Yeah, yeah, that was it. it. That was it. That was all of winter. Um, You also know it's the end of the year because it's it's starting to look a little bit like playoffs in the NFL. Oh, no. Yeah. We've already started to see teams that are realizing they're not going to win. They're not going Mm. anywhere. Mm. Starting to see some firings in the NFL. Oh, those are my favorite. Yeah. I love the ones where they're like, did you just get here? Yeah. Did you not make my team immediately better even though everything else is wrong? Yeah. You're fired. You're fired. So the Browns, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So they haven't fired Freddie Kitchens yet, but I kind of feel like that's coming. Well, with a name like Kitchens. Six and eight. Six and eight, the Browns. Oh, another losing season. You, had, you were trying so hard. Well, technically, they could still finish eight and eight. There's two games left right. as of right now. You can you can finish just like you right did last. Right five hundred. That's better than last year. Well, last year they were seven, eight, and one. Oh, they were. So yeah, no, it would be better. It would be, be better because they'd have eight wins. Yeah, yeah, you're right. They'd be a half win better. Mm-hmm. Not a losing season. <laughs> not a losing season. Not a winning one. Listen, not a losing season would be like Browns T-shirt worthy at this point. Right. Um. Like, I would put that on a t-shirt. I like, would make millions. Just like a Browns logo, like just a Browns helmet, and then like a shirt that says like not losers. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's a million dollar idea right there. Um, but so Jacksonville has already fired Tom Coughlin, uh, president, the vice president of football operations. He was the guy running the show for the Jaguars the last three years. Ooh. Um, he has been making good decisions. Uh, well, I, see, I don't, um, there's two things. Two things that have gone horribly, horribly wrong for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jacksonville. Jacksonville. They made Leonard Fournette unhappy, which I think it was a mistake. Mm-hmm. Last year he had an ankle injury, and they kept trying to uh, – or a hamstring. It was a hamstring, and they kept trying to play him. That's a terrible idea. So, like, he kept – like, he would sit out a week. Come back and then get hurt again? Like, play, like, half – like, he'd get, like, seven or eight carries and then be like, ah, oh, it's, it's tweaked again. And so, like, he could never get going. Well, then I guess at one point he got upset with something going on with the team – and uh, he either skipped a practice or he yelled at coach. There was a problem. He had a problem with the with the team. And they went ahead and they wrote him some letters, like they did the official handbook policy type stuff. Yeah, yeah. And they de-guaranteed his money. Ooh, not good. So then all of a sudden he had to, like, earn it. And so coming into this season, he was in, like, better shape and blah, blah, blah. But I, you know... Once things started not going well, he's had like two good games this year. 
and I know because I had them on a fantasy team. And essentially, they just the second they were even behind a little bit, they would get away from the run. They would immediately just give up and just start throwing the ball, throwing the ball, throwing the ball. The other problem that they had this year, issue number two, was they they were one quarterback away last year. And what's happened? What happens to a lot of teams when they're one quarterback away? is they go get a quote-unquote quarterback, and then they're still not. Anywhere. Yeah, they're, just, they're not. Any, it's So they went and got Nick Foles, and they gave him, I think, like $18 million or twenty. I think it's, it's something like $45 million over two years. Or, you know, They, they gave him quote-unquote starting quarterback money. Um, and lo and behold, problems. Problems, problems, problems. Uh, he got hurt. They he broke his collar game week one or week two, and uh, Gardner Minshew came in, and he wasn't bad. He wasn't bad. In when Nick Foles came back, he wasn't good. So they benched Nick Foles and they sent back out Gardner Minshew. So like, it, their problem has been two really big decisions that I think just negatively, yeah, they just kind of doomed the team. Also, they couldn't uh, – Jalen Ramsey, uh, the corner, he's widely recognized as the best corner in the NFL. Um, every other pick from his draft has signed their extension. Mm-hmm. The Jaguars and him were, like, miles apart. Couldn't yeah, because one of the best corners doesn't need to be on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Well, and that was – he was seeing them give money to other players that weren't – Him. Him. Well, him specifically, but – Veterans pay attention to who you pay, okay? So yeah, what happens well, on a team like Jacksonville where the defense and the running game are what's winning? But then you give, like, $50 million to a quarterback, and then you give big money to, like, they had re-signed an offensive lineman, and he wasn't a great one, and he wasn't, he, I, I don't think he's even starting. I don't think he even was starting at the beginning of the year. Nice. And guys like Jalen Ramsey were like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I can't get my extension, but you gave him money, and he's not. he's on the bench? Like... You went and got free agents, but you can't pay me. Exactly. And that's that's what veterans see. I've been here four years. I've been working really hard. I've been you know blood, sweat, and tears, and I'm 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 one of you. And I've been here buying in. And when we were terrible, I was here. And now that we're supposed to be good, I want to be here. And you 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 don't want to pay me. Okay, I'll take my business elsewhere. And that's exactly what Jalen Ramsey did. So eventually, he forced his way out earlier in the season. Yeah, it's um. So now, what Tom happens Coughlin's when fired. you're when you're quote unquote one quarterback away? It's just a mess. When you're one quarterback away, very few teams are ever actually one quarterback away. I feel like that's a myth. Yeah, it it kind of is, but but they tell themselves that they're only one. They're like. Oh man, if we just had a quarterback, everything else is right with this team. Minnesota's saying the same thing. Minnesota. Minnesota consistently has for two years has said the same thing. So they went and got Kirk Cousins, and they gave him eighty million dollars. I think all of it guaranteed. And dumb. While they are ten and four, they still haven't even clinched the playoffs yet because ahead of them is eleven three Green Bay. Um, bad team, by the way. Yeah, yeah, bad team. Um. So so I mentioned this to you off the air the other day. The NFC right now is a mess. One, two, three, four, five teams with ten wins or more. Oh my bad. Other way. Yeah, the other AFC way. AFC is the AFC is a mess. Has two teams 
Uh, oh no! Now now it's up to four. Now it's up to four after the after the Monday night game. Four teams with ten wins or more. This was two like a week ago. Yeah, it got it got way better now. Finally, <laughs> Buffalo won again, and uh, Kansas City won again. So those two nine win teams finally caught up. But with two weeks left to go, it's it, so the Texans have nine wins, so they're one away. But then it's like the Jets have five wins, the Dolphins have three wins, the Steelers only have eight, the Browns have six, the Bengals have one, uh, the Colts have six, the Jaguars have five, the Raiders have six, the Broncos have five, the Chargers have five. But on the other side, other than the terrible NFC East, which is Dallas, Philly, the Giants, the Redskins, mm-hmm. which are seven wins, seven wins, three and three, everyone else is like com- super competitive. So the NFC North, Green Bay has 11, the Vikings have 10, then the Bears have seven, but that's because Mitchell Trubisky is bad. Yeah. Uh, and then the Lions only have three, and that's just because they're not, they're not good. Fake football team, yeah. not a real place. The Saints have 11 wins, and then the Bucks have seven. That's weird. They're in second place in this division. Holy smokes. Uh, Atlanta and Carolina both only have five wins. Uh, what's happening? So it's Jameis Winston somehow is second in place in that division where he's getting $20 million to be a terrible quarterback this year. You know what? Like, as much as I, like, rag on these quarterbacks, if, you know, someone could pay me $20 million to do a bad job. Yeah. For, yeah. I'll, I'm there every day. Yeah, I'll do a terrible job for you. I'll be the worst you've ever seen for that kind of money. Um, Seattle Seahawks and the 49ers both with 11 wins. This is what sucks for like the 49ers. Last year, Jimmy Garoppolo goes down with a knee injury, and they're just not sure. We don't know. And so they don't have a great year. This year, he's healthy. They're ready to go. Everything and 11 wins. But oh, the Seahawks have 11 wins also. Duh. Oops. Uh, Oops. Ah, uh, stop. Uh, the Rams. Former Super Bowl appearing Rams, eight wins, and then the Cardinals, four wins. Man. So the Cardinals are the third? Yep. Fourth, third or fourth, depending on how you want to stack it. Worst team in the NFL. Good for them. Their coach is a hack. Yeah. That was an interesting quote from uh, Clinton Yates early in the year. Um, ESPN was saying like, oh, what team do you think is just going to have a really bad year? And Clinton Yates, or uh, Field Yates, actually, sorry. Field Yates said, uh, pretty sure it's going to be the Cardinals because a lot of the coaches want to prove that uh, their head coach doesn't belong in the league. Oh, fighting words. And 3-9-1. and one. <laughs> So, I guess he doesn't. <laughs> no. But he definitely, he isn't the worst. Somehow the Bengals have fallen yeah, one further from God. And they have, a new, they have a new head coach this year. This is another first-year head coach. He's like, hey, guys, I'm starting up. And they're like, great. Yeah. One in nine. What, no, one in, <laughs> I don't even know how many games we played. One in 14, one in 13 at this point. Because oh, they good, got two more. Good for him. He's it's, really made a difference. It is a mess right now. And, and the thing about the Bengals is now A.J. Green's been hurt almost the whole season. So their quote-unquote weapon hasn't been available. But they've got a really great set of running backs. But Andy Dalton sucks. Yeah. No, I mean, there's he's kind of no, real trash. There's just no getting around it. He has never been... For a long time, there was a contingent of people who were like, man, if Andy Dalton could just ever... Like, if they could ever just get a team around Andy Dalton, like, the Bengals would be there. They'd be, like, right there. 
No. 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 And honestly, if that was ever true, it's no longer true. The window has closed on that moment. And in. So Jeff uh, Dominique Foxworth of ESPN is is slamming the NFL Pro Bowl selection process for putting Aaron Rodgers in instead of Dak Prescott. And he's saying that right now Dak Prescott's numbers are all better than Aaron Rodgers. Therefore, it should be Dak Prescott in. Um, essentially what he's saying is the window is closed on Aaron Rodgers as an elite quarterback. Um, that window is definitely closed for Andy Dalton. Right, that window may be closed for Andy Dalton, but, I mean, Green Bay's still got 11 wins, though. That's the part that that's not working for me. First-year head coach, Aaron Rodgers at quarterback, 11 wins. He's not elite. No, not at all. Who who would say that? Yeah. He's average at best with 11 wins. You know, the average in the NFL. Yeah, absolutely. Which is like five. Yeah. <laughs> and so, to me, there's just kind of this weird, I don't know, like an honesty gap. Like, I don't know what you would call it. But they're it's it's people tunnel visioning really hard. I I like to imagine someone someone that they think is awesome, and they're like, you just don't know that he's like he's real good. I promise. And it's like the Cowboys are like what like a five hundred team right now. They're seven, seven and seven. seven. Like, and that team has one of the best running backs in the league. Correct. Probably the best. And um, Amari Cooper has been one of the best re- receivers in the NFL. Last year, Amari Cooper was like top three receiver in the NFL. Right. And, and you're going to tell me that you can have both of those guys on the same team. And they got team. Jason Witten back this year. Right. And you're going to have to tell me all these guys are on the same team and they still don't have any they don't they still aren't even close to the amount of wins as four sub, wins behind. Subpar average garbage Aaron Rodgers. They have two thirds the number of wins that Green Bay has. Right. So you're going to tell me that he's better than Aaron Rodgers now because his stats are better. That's where people fall into the trap of stats. Yeah, so stats will tell you what you want to know if you're trying to evaluate, like... No, I mean, stats are just stats. You can't really lean them one way or the other. I was going to say, like, it'll tell you, like, who's a little bit better. But really, the reality is the numbers might be better for Dak Prescott because... He's got a better team. Well, well, no. Actually, I was going to say that it might be better for him because they're throwing more. They have to throw. They don't have a choice because they're down. They're losing games. Uh, and even in games they've won, they've had to come from behind... Uh, meanwhile, Aaron Rodgers might have worse stats because they're winning. Do you know how much you have to throw in the NFL? Not a lot. Enough to win. You don't even really have to throw. I mean, Aaron no, Rodgers if, can just thread the needle a couple times. You're already down the field, and there you go. You scored. All right, cool, done. You could be Lamar Jackson of the Baltimore Ravens and run for, you know, 80 yards a game, 100 yards a game. All right. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you didn't throw it all that often. Right. It's like... Lamar Jackson's first game this season, uh, I think he threw for 300 and some odd yards, 400 yards, something like that. And his, the quote that he gave at the press conference was pretty good for a running back, huh? <laughs> That's and pretty good. It is great. It is great. But the reality is you you just want to win. It doesn't matter how. It doesn't it doesn't matter what the system is. It's it's how do you win. Yeah, but his stats though. Right, right. Yeah, that's you know, if you look at any of his passing numbers, Dink Prince are higher. Okay, well great. Well, they're 7 and 7. They can't even steal a bad division. Nope. They're not even clinching no. anything. Like, Green Bay has to sprint to stay ahead of the Vikings. Meanwhile, 7-7. Seven, 7-7. Seven. Seven, seven. Phil, they're tied with Philly right now, and I think they've got a game with Philly this week. Awesome. 7-7. Seven and seven. So, like, I, I don't know. It's it's always It's always difficult to, like, 
think about like, oh man, these teams are so great. Look at these, look at these stats; they're amazing. But you gotta, you gotta, you gotta take into context everything because the stat is just like, yeah, you got for this far, right? It's like, yeah, was that so a fluke? Let's play this game. Where do you think Tom Brady goes at the end of the season? Uh, ah, man, I don't know because okay. he, he's gonna play football. There's no way he retires. No, and it sounds like it's not gonna be in New England. Yeah, because he's been like moving away from the New England method. Yeah, and he's been very critical of the offense. Um, so I'm, I'm gonna say Miami has a quarterback opening next year. Mm-hmm. Depends on who they draft how, or what they do. Cincinnati would probably have a playoff uh, a quarterback opening. The Colts, the Titans, Jacksonville, Denver. Maybe the Chargers. Maybe. Um. The Giants, the Redskins, the Bears, the Lions, Tampa Bay. Maybe Carolina. Maybe I don't. I don't know. That's a lot of people. Um. I mean, what is that, 14 teams that potentially, if Tom Brady called them, they would fire their whoever they have at the position tomorrow. Oh, yeah, for sure. My theory is that he's probably going to go to the, the the most consistent of those organizations. I think he's either going to be a Bronco. Yeah, that's a, that's a good choice for him, I think. A Colt or a Bengal. I don't think he'd go to the Bengals. I don't think he'd have a problem going to the Bengals. I think if he win, he could tell them whatever he wanted. They'd be on year two of a head coach that won one game year one. This is fair. This is fair. I don't. The reason I think he might not go to the the reason I think he could go to the Bengals is the Bengals have a receiving team. That's fair. AJ Green, if he's healthy next year, that'll be the best. That'll be better than anyone Tom Brady's had to throw to for like two, three years, with the exception of the one game with Antonio Brown. Um. That one game was pretty cool, though. Antonio Brown had a touchdown. So, like, if I'm Tom Brady and I go from having Antonio Brown, Josh Gordon, Julian Edelman as my top three to having who? No, literally. What no. We, who? A.J. Green looks real good. That's, A.J. Green's looking real good. That's if he's if he, if he's there. I don't think they get rid of A.J. Green. I do. Uh, they might trade him. I mean, listen, if I'm the Broncos, who have a great defense, always have, I would sign Tom Brady tomorrow, and then I would trade for A.J. Green, and then I would say, what else do you want, boss? Like, you tell me what you need to do. Right. I would be the team pushing to get Antonio Brown, like, (laughs) back in the NFL. Like, you tell me what we got to do. I'll do it. I'll do it to make this team work. Uh, I'm just kind of odded out. I'm just a little weirded out that that we're not doing this yet, where we're like, where's he going to go? Because I... I do think he's going to go. This is a hot take, though. Not a lot of people agree with you. No, and and listen, I'm sure the comfortable thing is to say he's going to stay. But the reality is I've I've never heard Tom Brady be so critical of everything that they're doing. This is true. And he is a tough guy. They say that he's hard on players and that he gets on to people and blah, 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 but. He's never done. He's never done this publicly before. Never. And he's never, like, just been this open about the idea that, like, yeah, I'm not happy. I've never seen him be this open about, like, it's not working. 
so it's just kind of impressive, like the level, the discord that he's showing mm-hmm. is impressive. Um, all right, where are we? All right, we're gonna jump out to a break here. When we come back, we got more Nerd Sports coming your way. The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Cox ATA is the leader in ATA martial arts with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They offer courses for young adults, children, and senior citizens, and everything in between for people who are interested in self-defense, taekwondo, or various other courses. Be sure to check out the Facebook page if you're interested in Cox ATA Taekwondo. This is Rudy Townjanovitz, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back, Conroe. This is some more Nerd Thug Sports. We're hanging out here on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations, and we're streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. All these are true statements. Yeah, that's right. We don't lie here. We don't lie. Um, Little Brother Nico, before we get into anything, go ahead and tell everybody about our friends at Cox ATA. Cox ATA Martial Arts, leader in ATA Martial Arts, with three convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia, and one in now. Most recent location, the Woodlands. Ooh. If you can hear us on the radio right now at 106.1, oh no, oh, 104.5, it was, I was right the first time. What did you do? Uh, if you can hear us on those stations, then uh, there's a location, a location near you that you can join. Mentioning Nerd Thug Radio gets you two free weeks of training. You know, got the the years around and out. You want to start get a head start on those New Year's resolutions. Uh, you get maybe packed on a little bit of that winter weight. You want to kick it off with some... Yeah. Taekwondo. They have all different courses available. If you're three, if you're 93, they're very flexible. They'll work with you. They have Taekwondo, Tai Chi, self-defense. So there's all kinds of different courses available. Mentioning Nerd, Thug Radio gets you two free weeks of trainings. They teach life skills. They build leaders. They leave. A legacy. Um. All right. So this story is kind of, I don't know, sort of I, sad, depressing. I don't know. I don't know. You know, sports, wider range. Um, so yet again, Josh Gordon has been suspended by the NFL for substance abuse. The fifth time. The fifth time. So I was telling you off the air, I wasn't sure what it was. I went and just looked it up. It was, it looks, it, they never reveal, but it looks like it's marijuana again. Oh, dang. So he's been suspended now five times in what is essentially a four year. He is still on his rookie contract. Like on a, he's on a four-year rookie deal, and he's 28 years old now. <laughs> Drafted, I think, at 22. Um, he's been suspended five times for substance abuse. I keep springing it up on him. It's like he doesn't know. Yeah, it's like he hasn't figured it out yet. He's not sure what the rules are. He's like, a- am I allowed to – can I just – I'm just going to smoke this? Oh, that was against the rules? Oh, I wish someone had told me. Five times in a row. Five, yeah, five times. Five times he's been surprised. And, he's, and what really bothers me is that he's really good. Yeah, Um. the thing... 
so you've kind of made these comments before. Well, you know, if you're really good at sports, it almost doesn't matter what you do. Right. Like, you get away with it. And Josh Gordon has been the poster boy for that, essentially. With the idea being, uh, like, five years ago now, he had his massive breakout season where he missed the first couple games of the year due to a a substance abuse suspension. Mm-hmm. Then when he was finally activated, I think it's week three or week four, he sets the NFL on fire for like receiving yards and catches. He's just, I had him on my fantasy and I had him on my bench for the first couple of weeks and his first game out, he has like hundred plus yards plus some touchdowns and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I think I'm going to start him next week. I think and he's pretty he, good. He never came out of the lineup. Um, Like I left him in all the time after that. I never regretted it. Not, not at all that first year. He, was awesome. Uh, earlier this year, he was a he was a Patriot, where he's been. I think three years now he's been a Patriot. I think so. The Patriots, tr- no, it was last year they traded for him. So he was there for two years. Two years. They traded for him last year when the Browns finally. It sounded like in the middle of last year he was going to get suspended again. Because the Browns were under the impression that he might have messed up, and so they moved him. He maintains that nothing had happened. There was a misunderstanding, but he was thrilled to go be a Patriot. And now that he's there, he or when he was there, he didn't say anything about it at all. Uh, earlier this year, the Patriots, so their roster's been so messed up that they've got so many, they don't have any roster spots at all. So when Josh Gordon got hurt, they needed his roster spot. They couldn't afford to just sit him. Mm-hmm. So they had to do an injury waiver for him, which means if someone else claims him, he can he goes to their team under contract. Or after that, if he clears waivers, he's free to sign anywhere he wants. He wound up there in Seattle, and he played two or three games here in Seattle, and or there in Seattle, I should say. And yeah, then, it's like we're not in Seattle. Then that was it, and the suspension came down. Um, after we recorded last week, yeah. And so, it's kind of a, so here's where it's sad to me. This is a guy who, when he's healthy, when his mind is right, is like nigh unstoppable. Nothing can, I mean, this guy is one of the best receivers in football in the past couple years when he's sober. Right. The problem is this is his fifth time. Fifth time breaking uh breaking substance abuse policy. Like one we can forgive. Well so here's the thing about here's the thing about the substance abuse policy. By the time you're publicly suspended, uh you've broken it, I believe, three times. So really what you're saying is this is his 15th time. <laughs> yeah, essentially. Uh, no. Um, so yeah, I, 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 if I remember right, the football one works where the first one is private. They pull you aside and they're like, hey, you failed a drug test. We're not going to tell anybody. It's totally up to-. And then the second one is the suspension. And you have to – and then when they suspend you, they have to. the team has to notify why. So by the time you get to your suspension, you've already failed a drug test. For sure, at least one. 
So what you're saying is this could either be like the sixth time or like like the tenth time. <laughs> what I'm saying is Josh Gordon has a problem. It certainly seems that way. It certainly seems that way. Um, and the reality is like you kind of I. He's so good. He, he is. is. He's so, so good. good. And yet, nothing. We can't we're, stop we're, smoking the marijuana. We are here, and he is allegedly alleged. He is allegedly on just just the drugs. Uh, nine years later, on his rookie deal because he can't play a year. <laughs> It's incredible to me that he's still on his rookie year because he hasn't gotten enough active games of service in any one season to clear out enough years yet. Right. Um, like people I, with broken bones, like yeah. have played more than he has. <laughs> and people have had their whole careers entered, played, made millions, retired in the time he's been on his rookie deal. Right. This is one hundred percent accurate. Because he can't finish a year because he keeps he keeps allegedly smoking uh, the weed. Yeah, allegedly, allegedly, the 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 funky lettuce, the the, the devil's, devil's grass, the devil's grass, and I don't. The thing that's crazy to me is that the Patriots had him. That doesn't surprise me. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't surprise me in the sense that like the Patriots like to win. They do. They're like they're like this guy's great. He comes on. I'm with you there. However, I feel like they've they've become less afraid of controversy at this point. Yeah, I feel um there's been some people who kind of commented that like the new Patriots don't respect the ways of the old Patriots. I'm gonna say new Patriots like the like the. Like the letter new, not like new, like spelled out. <laughs> yeah. This is new Patriots. They don't mean like new players. I think they kind of mean the brand of the Patriots has yeah. changed a little. New as in like the Greek letter. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Or like in you, like new yeah. Coke. New. Mm. Um, I just, I feel like they've kind of abandoned some of the. Well, I mean, consider they signed Antonio Brown. I mean, he only played a game, but. Yeah. And then the reason they had to get rid of him is because just more like the controversy never stopped. Right. They're like, we'll sign him. This is going to be great. And then he had other things. Like, he could have taken it. He was just, that was just dumb on his part. So I, he still I got think, it. He still has his lawsuit out. I think I think if he had settled all of that beforehand, he would still be there. Well, here's what's embarrassing about all of that is the, the it came out that he turned down a half a million dollar settlement offer on the person. Yeah, like two years ago or something. Yeah, correct. He could have, he could have, he could have been living the high life. Yeah. He could have been a Patriot right now, playing a million games. Tom Brady wouldn't be upset. Maybe even leave. Instead, he's not in the sport. Good, you know, he made some real good decisions. You know, they were putting blinders on him, like a horse. <laughs> they had to, they're, they're, they're stopping his greatness, so he had to stop playing the game. You guys are stifling my creativity. I'm, I'm I quit. going home. I quit. Yeah, you exactly. didn't fire me. I left. It's like it matters. Like it doesn't matter. He's still one of my like. I, he's just one of my favorite people. Just that exists because I can just look at them and be like, "You made all these decisions yourself." Yeah, and that's the thing is like he's got to be getting some of the worst advice you've ever heard, but apparently it doesn't bother him. He's got a guy sitting in his ear like, "Bro, just quit. They won't even try you. <laughs> <laughs> just get out of there, dog. They don't need you. You don't need this. You're Antonio Brown. 
And he's like, yeah. And then he quits. And the NFL's like, okay, the show must go on. Who else wants this spot? And he's like, wait, that was, I was, that's, technically that's my stuff there. Like, I left my wallet behind. Like, that's mine. And they're like, well, that's too bad. And throw it in the street. Yeah, just slide it off the bar. <laughs> Who's next? I I don't know. I just feel like <sighs> between Josh Gordon and Antonio Brown, the Patriots. They've lost two of the best players to dumb decision making. <laughs> and they And it feels like they've kind of settled in a lot of ways. Yeah. Right? Maybe, maybe this is why Brady is upset. Maybe what we're going to find out is like a year from now or two years from now. No, hold on. We're talking about Bill Belichick. He's big brain. He doesn't like Tom Brady, so he's setting up his demise. He's like, I'll sign all these players that are complete trash. <laughs> They're going to leave. He's going to hate it, and he's going to finally leave, and we can't tag him because he's going to be like $100 billion to tag. He'll so, finally leave the organization. I can get my quarterback. <laughs> This is all Bill Belichick playing games on the. He's playing like seven D chess. He's right yeah. here playing checkers. Right, We're like he's incorporated people and firing and in human like behavior into the simulation at this point. Like, right, forget it, forget it. I just I. The thing that trips me out is the idea that. Uh, <laughs> That's it. There's nothing. The the idea that I. I hate to say it this way because it's going to sound bad. But sometimes when you're in this position, you just you just take your lumps. So the idea that like he shouldn't have settled because let's say he didn't do anything wrong. Let's say Tony Brown is completely innocent of all of it. Yeah. Totally innocent. Mm-hmm. And that night, you know, before everything breaks, someone's like, hey, Antonio, you've got like one last opportunity to kind of. If you if you give this woman half a million dollars, none of this is gonna come out. None of it. But they will fire you if you don't take care of this before it goes public. I think you would. I think you would have taken care of it. Like if you didn't known. Remember, remember, kids. Settling doesn't mean you did it. <laughs> I mean, sometimes it. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot, a lot, a lot of times. Sometimes, sometimes it does. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it does. But that's not always the case. Yeah, like if you, <laughs> if it makes, if it makes sense for you to go to, to to go to court and fight it and do all this stuff, and then, because it feels dumb when you go to fight something and then you lose and you you lost everything now. Well, it's like the voice actor lawsuit, right? Where Vic Mignemonia is suing. A bunch of he's suing first of all Funimation, the animation studio, and then a couple other voice actors because they have basically said he did unwanted things towards us, and so everyone should know this so that you can avoid him. And so it's been harder and harder and harder for him to book tournament appearances or uh, convention appearances and all that. So he sued them all, and then he lost. It was dismissed immediately. Yeah. So now he won his appeal to have his dismissal heard. But it's still not going to change the outlook of anybody. Like, let's say he wins on all counts and they have to write him checks for a million dollars. He's still going to be known as the guy. And that's unfortunate, but it kind of is what it is. Right. And so, like, if he had settled out of court and none of this would have been out, nothing would have changed for him. That's sometimes what you got to do. 
Sometimes that's what you have to do. You have to you have to you have to eat you have to bite the bullet sometimes and just kind of like you got to weigh the empire. Right. Is every 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 action, you know, laws of the universe type of stuff here. Every action is equal opposite reaction, you know. Someone does this, you can either settle because you have the ability to Which would you do? Oh, I'd settle easily. You'd settle easily. You think it's you think If it's I if I'm Antonio Brown, Especially if I'm if I'm gonna be moving because I already stirred up this crazy colossal storm and I have one one last chance to settle. I'm settling because I want security in my new job now that I somehow made it onto the Patriots roster after all this. One week he was a Patriot. One week, the guy lasted about as long as a head cold. Yeah, that's not good. One of the greatest players of all time, maybe, but not really because he never played. Do you think he comes back to the NFL? No. 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 I think I think I think by this point everyone was surprised that he got taken up by the Patriots, but now he's just such a ball of controversy. He's basically like I'm not going to say the new Colin Kaepernick cuz Colin Kaepernick actually like won something. Like yeah, but like he's he's that level of annoying to deal with. Because there's just so much extra stuff. Exactly. He's not worth it. I'd much rather pay people who to be who would arguably be worse than you? Yes, but they're not going to cost me seven headaches, and f- they're going to cost. They're not going to cost me four years off the end of my life because of all the stuff I have to deal with. Right? No, I, I think you're right, and I hate to be that guy, but I, th- I do think you're right. You just settle. You just settle. Again, and settling doesn't mean you're wrong. It just gets it out of your hair, especially when you're in that position. And there are people who always sue to try and. Like get something from it, right? But sometimes you just gotta take the good with the bad. Some allegations are so awful that like you just okay later we'll deal with this later, right? Um, you know, write a sympathetic book about it later. Be like, I don't know, do something. Or but also if you win with the Patriots, everyone's gonna forget. They're all gonna forget. It's it's football. This is the sport of forgetting. You can murder someone and it'd be fine. It's so true. It's so true. It's all he needs, Jesus football. It's all you need. <laughs> Jesus football. Jesus and football. That's it. Oh, Jesus and football. I thought you said Jesus. You, you can you can go in. in you can there. go in. Oh, that's nice. You can you can cut two letters out. It makes it all worth it. <laughs> all right. With that, we're gonna jump out to a break. When we come back. We got more nerd thug sports coming your way. <laughs> Cox ATA is the leader in ATA martial arts with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They offer courses for young adults, children, and senior citizens, and everything in between for people who are interested in self-defense, taekwondo, or various other courses. Be sure to check out the Facebook page if you're interested in Cox ATA Taekwondo. The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back, Conroe. We got some more Nerd Thug Sports coming your way. 
How you doing, Nico? You doing all right over there? No. No? No. Okay, well, um, I mean, we're almost done. Oh. We got one more segment. This is it. This oh, okay. Then I'm we're ready. bringing it home. Bringing it home? Bringing it home. me, me. That's all I got. You, you came into this way too high energy. You stood up, and now it's all over. That's it. It's done. Um, We got a lot going on here. I'm going to tell you guys about The Adventure Begins, comics, games, and more, and then we're going to jump into some stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. So The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More on 1488. It's got a lot going on right now. On f- tomorrow night, they've got the Magic the Gathering Friday Night Magic Commander. Uh, it's a commander tournament this coming Friday for $5 entry fee, single elimination tournament. And then Sunday, December 22nd is D&D Adventurers League from 4 to 8 p.m. $5 to play or spend $5 in the store. Also, just a friendly reminder, Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve are normal hours, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Christmas Day and New Year's Day, they will be closed. We're closing. Closing time. That's all they got. Uh, they're closed. And, um, yeah, it's a great family-friendly, well-lit place to go and do all sorts of fun, nerdy things. We're there most Fridays playing the Hero Clicks. Uh, we're going to roll out some really strong promotion for that starting in the new year. So 2020. Year get of, ready. Year of Clicks. 2020. Sounds like the future, right? You've been saying that. It sounds less like it because your saying is really obnoxious. It sounds like the future. Space year 2020. Don't uh, tell me this isn't Captain's Log t- whatever, whatever, 2020s. and doesn't sound totally real. It, I mean, it kind of does. Exactly. It kind of does. All right. So, um, but yeah, I get my comics there. Uh, that's where we'd get our nerd on. I had a buddy of mine come by the shop. It was the first time he'd come by. And he was like, this is way nicer than I was picturing. Like, he was like. This is really nice. It is nice. It's very nice. You need to come out there to Adventure Begins Comics Games and more. Right there on 1488. Right by Taft. Come come visit. Come say hi. Come hang out. Uh, yeah. The Adventure Begins. Yay! Yay! We love them. They're great. So, there we go. I like that better. Um, <laughs> okay. What? Laramie Tunstall. Whom? The starting left tackle for the Houston Texans. Yep. The center piece of a tr- of one of our many trades mm-hmm. uh, was just named to the Pro Bowl. Cool. So I want to kind of take this opportunity to kind of reevaluate the trades that got made. All right. If you recall, beginning of the season, Bill O'Brien basically didn't like the team that he had. <laughs> no, he, he walked in, set everyone out, and was like, hmm, I don't like it. Nah, not going to work. It's not going to work. Uh, if you recall, we fired our general manager. We still don't have one. Like, yeah, we still don't. We fired our general manager like a month after the draft, which yeah. is like the weirdest timing ever. Um, yeah, because you couldn't fire him before. Right, like, firing him before would have been, it just would have made more sense, but whatever. Um, we got through it, and then we're like, cool, 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 everything's settled. Yep, yep, yep. All right, you're gone. All right, later, man. Laramie Tunstall <laughs> is the first, uh, Texas offensive lineman to be named to the Pro Bowl in like I think it's seven years. Mm, that's pretty good considering we're only like a like a twelve year old franchise. <laughs> yeah. So it was definitely interesting to to. So the first thing we did is we got rid of Jadavian Clowney. We sent Jadavian Clowney to the which Seahawks. I still think is a mistake. But I also don't love the move, except he's battling a, an injury that's going to require surgery. Ooh. So. If you if you were saying that Jaden Van Clowney was going to get hurt this year, you didn't know that. But if you were saying it, mm-hmm. turns out you were right. But the problem is, 
we kept J.J. Watt and Whitney Merciless instead of Clowney. Well, J.J. Watt's also missed the list the whole season. So Right. Again, because that man is held together by wizardry and string. Hidden Sense Magic's not real. It's just string. Like, the problem is his body is past the point where it's going to. He is Every year he is less and less likely to finish a season. J.J. Watt is. And right. I mean, honestly, he literally has, like, what, past six, six injuries? Past, like, five years? A ridiculous uh, number? This is the third year in a row he didn't finish the year. Right. So, it's time to have the J.J. Watt talk. But he's got good character. And he does. He's a great guy. He does everything right. He does everything right. But Clowney was a great citizen, too. The problem was Clowney and Bill O'Brien didn't get along. Right. Um, But... But it's okay. It's all right. I mean, Whitney Merciless has played well. Uh, we've had some other guys on defense. Duke Johnson. Although we did lose him for basically nothing, I think. Uh, yeah, it was just a third round pick. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know. We'll see. I'm, I'm under the impression that we gave him away. It feels like that, anyways. If Seattle could have signed him after we traded him, we would have gotten a lot more. But because Seattle doesn't know if they can sign him to a long-term deal because he wasn't, due to the way the rules are set up, he was ineligible to negotiate a long-term deal with Seattle once when we offered him to him. I hate trade rules. So it's not even a, it's not even a trade rule. It's, a, it's We franchised him. We said instead of us working out a deal with him, way earlier in the offseason, we franchised him. We couldn't come to terms. We didn't want him to leave. Bam, we slapped the franchise tag on him. And I think we actually did like the restricted one or something like that. Essentially, anyone who talked to him, we could still control what happened. Mm -hmm. So teams were like, okay, well, it doesn't matter because they'll... I don't want to get in there. It's not It's not worth it. Um, And he also essentially could tell them where he wouldn't sign. And and because he hadn't signed his restricted free agent contract, in theory, he could sit out. You can't trade a player who isn't under contract. And until he signed his sheet, he could just go, oh, you traded me you, you traded me to Buffalo and I don't want to go? I'm not signing. I'm not signing. So now what? And so then they would have undone it. So he held leverage. So he basically got to pick where he wanted to go. Seattle was on his list of places he would sign to go to. But because we slapped the restricted tag on him and didn't make a long-term deal and didn't do this deal with Seattle before that cutoff, which is like June something, he's now no longer eligible for any real trade. For a for a real extension until the end of this season. So silly. It's I, stupid. I feel like, I feel like we ha we handled that situation so bad. We did because if we were going to trade him, then we should have just done it. We should have just April April thirtieth end of the year, and then they start the new one May first. They should have just said May first. Okay, bye. Right. But bye. Go sign wherever you're going to yeah. believe you're going to trade. Right. Or you don't even you don't even tell them that at that point. You just say you just go listen. Trading you Seattle, Seattle. You and you two sit down and work out a deal. Seattle and him sit down and work out a deal. Then we get like a first rounder and a fifth rounder, and they get Jadavian Clowney for $150 million or whatever. Yeah, because, oh, a third round pick. Right. What we got was a third round pick. What we should have got is like a first and a fifth or first and a fourth. But can't can't go backwards. Nope. Can't go backwards. 
Um, and I'll, and again, he's he's banged up too. So yeah, we, it's not it's not a, it's, again he's not in perfect health. He's not he's not perfect. He's had some issues, but the last couple of years he's been great. When JJ Watt hasn't been, and it's been it's been a a lifesaver for the defense. Right. So losing that is a bad feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, on offense, we also got Kenny Stills as part of the Laramie Tunsil trade, and he is finally starting to come on. He had two touchdowns, I think, two weeks ago. Uh, he is finally starting to look like a guy who wants to play. Good for him. Um, or is getting it. I, you know, it's hard for the receivers to kind of learn the system on the fly like that. Um, it's kind of a, you know, it's, it's an offense, and there's a lot of hand signs and language, and you've got a, you've got a lot to learn. But he, he's finally fit in, which is good because it goes Hopkins, Will Fuller, and then nobody. Right. And so Will Fuller's been banged up again. And so Kenny Stills is finally starting to steal some of those possessions and touches away from Will Fuller, and he's starting to look like a third receiver, which is what we want. Which is what we want, because if we make the playoffs, which if we win this week, we will. We, if we win this week, we are in the playoffs. So if we make the playoffs, depending on what we get, we could win the first round matchup, depending on who it is and all that. Blah blah blah. It might be the Chiefs. It might be you know. It might be a problem there. It might be New England. You know. Um, but when we get our first round matchup, then we could kind of figure out what it's going to look like. But there's a chance that we could win it, and and then you're in, then you're in the conference finals, and you're looking around, or your division finals, I should say, and you're not out of it. No, nope. you know, definitely not out you're of not it. Not out of it. Um, the rookie actually starting to play well too. I think he won some honors also. The offensive Good. rookie, the offensive lineman, the the rookie for that we drafted. So thank gosh we needed it. Suddenly we don't look as terrible as we looked. Oh, we were so bad when we started. And everyone hated the trades. But now, if we go back and reevaluate it... They've panned out well. They they really have. Especially with Laramie Tunsil making the Pro Bowl. That yeah. is what validates 90% of this. Yeah, because the actual trades we made um, worked out in our favor. Exactly. Um, Before we get out of this here, let's... You know, we were talking about all this wheeling and dealing. Uh, how'd your fantasy football do? Uh, I think I finished 500. I have to check. I haven't honestly looked at it. I think I finished ahead of you, though. I don't know why you said it like that. Uh, because you were like four and like seven last I time I looked. I don't know why you're saying it like that. I, I just feel like I asked how you're doing, and for some reason you bring up how I'm doing. I think because I'm doing better than you. I think. I don't know. <laughs> I I don't know. I look. I could be saying this and then completely be wrong. I, I'm not sure why you're attacking me. It's really just kind of what it boils down to. No. I think you're. I think you're trying to challenge me, and I don't. I don't. I don't necessarily think that's a great. You idea. don't appreciate that. No. Ah, I see. Um. I may or may not have been the worst team in the league this year. I was by one loss. Nice. Who's above you? No, I was the worst team in the league by one loss. There are two, five, and eight teams, including you. You're nowhere near 500. Cool. Well, considering I haven't looked at it in three I'm weeks. I'm four and That's nine. surprising. Cool. I already, so you and I played each other first week in the consolation ladder, and I beat you 90 to 79. Uh-huh. This week, I... Or last week, I, I played the well-oiled people, Scott Johnson's team, and I beat them by <laughs> by 1.6 points. Good job. Uh, you lost again, by the way. Cool. Um, I've, I haven't checked it, so I don't know. And now I'm playing uh, Mr. Cox of Cox ATA this week. Cool. Um, after winning two in a row, I'm coming in hot. Good for you. Uh, <laughs> of course, he is... 
He scored 118 points week one, 140 points last week. And I'm, I'm gonna go on a limb and say he beats you. Yeah, I think so. I've I've scored ninety last week. I scored I scored ninety two weeks ago, ninety nine last week. And now I play him. Uh so I'm gonna be two and one in the in the losers bracket of the playoffs. Woo. Um I don't hate, I I hate to, to say this. The Captain Joey Savage from the four seed, seven and six. No. The Captain Joey Savage from the one seed nine and four will be playing Donnie Utah. Ooh. The four seed seven and six Donnie Utah for the championship. Oh. So that's a little interesting. Yeah, I just uh, this nerd thug season didn't go my way. Not quite. No, definitely not quite. It did for sure didn't go my way. Um. It, <laughs> I did a lot of things that I normally am very comfortable with, and this year they just didn't work out. I looked for all the same things I always look for, and then this year it just turned out that I was wrong. Hey, you, I think you got the highest scoring game though. You had that one time I where did. You, it, it was, was like two hundred like thirty points or some ridiculous number. The one week everybody did what I kind of thought they were all going to be doing the whole time was nice. I I completely think I, crushed. Yes, he had the second highest score for the week, and I beat him by like fifty. I think you beat him by like almost. I think you beat him by like eighty. Didn't, wasn't it like a two hundred and thirty to like one fifty or something like that? I can tell you. Let's find out. Let's find out. Let's find out. It was some dumb number. It was over two hundred. Okay. Yeah, you're pretty close. So I was two hundred four point eight four. He was one fifty seven point three four. So I beat him by basically forty four points. Ridiculous. And he was the second highest score that week. Yeah, second to you. Yeah. So my 204 would have been good pretty much everywhere you want to be, like a visa, okay? Like a visa. Seven of your last nine you lost. <laughs> yeah, I know. All right, with all that being said, I just want to thank everybody for participating this week in some lovely Nerd Thug sports. Hanging out here on 104.5, 106.1 on behalf of Little Brother Nico and myself. Same Nerd Thug time, same Nerd Thug channel. <laughs> The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Cox ATA is the leader in ATA martial arts with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They offer courses for young adults, children, and senior citizens, and everything in between for people who are interested in self-defense, taekwondo, or various other courses. Be sure to check out the Facebook page if you're interested in Cox ATA Taekwondo. Hey, Haywood Jeffries, former Houston Oilers wide receiver on Nerd Thug Radio. <laughs>